The Lord hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. You are about to hear the encouraging word with Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Bishop E.A.T. Saki is an assistant to Bishop Dag Hayward Mills and serves as the resident bishop of the Kadesh, the Church on Fire. This word will bring you hope, comfort, encouragement, salvation, and much more. Join Bishop E.A.T. Saki as he ministers the infallible word of God.
Wow. Wow. What a beautiful song. By every standard. All time. Prophetic. The Lord is arising in our lives. And his glory is upon us. We are going to shine. 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 Wow. Okay. You will get more. Hallelujah. Church is so nice. I don't know why people don't like coming to church. But the word of God is going to come to us this morning with great power. Amen. Before the preacher man comes, we are going to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Jojo Mensah as he gives us the word of God. to you 1st Timothy chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope, unto Timothy, my own son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord, as I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which minister questions, rather than godly edifying which is in faith, so do. Now, the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and of faith unfeigned, from which some, having swerved, have turned aside unto vain jungling, desiring to be teachers of the law understanding neither what they say, nor whereof they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor, and injurious, but I obtained mercy, because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding, abundant, with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first, Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pardon to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Now, unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. 
according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest war a good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience, which some, having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck, of whom is Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. What a blessing. I'm enjoying this Sunday morning service. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to receive the word of God. Hallelujah. Can we have the pulpit brought to the middle, please? Hallelujah. I'm sure you came to church expecting to be blessed this morning. Amen. And I believe that you will not be disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to invite this morning an anointed man of God, my pastor, your pastor, the anointed Bishop E.A.T. Saki. I said hallelujah. Are you blessed? Are you excited? Are you happy to be in church? And can you hear me clearly? Every corner, if you can hear me clearly, give me a wave. A wave. All right. Lift up your Bibles and let's sing our song together. I have a wonderful treasure, the gift of God without measure. We will travel together, my Bible and I. I have a wonderful treasure. Sunday for the privilege you give all of us to come to church and hear your word. We're grateful to you for every life that is here and we submit ourselves to you. We're asking you to have your way in our lives. Let your word rule and reign in every life and be glorified. Teach us your way and show us your path. Show us the path of life 
the path that leads to eternal life, the path that leads to eternal blessing, the path that leads to hope and, and, and expectation. Deliver us from life of hopelessness. May our minds and our hearts be focused on you. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Sit on top of your enemies. All right. Are we still here? Beautiful, beautiful. Like um, Reverend Louis said, every part of the service is beautiful. Isn't it? Every part is beautiful and um, it's a blessing to be in church and to serve the Lord. Amen. And um, I think the scripture reading or yeah, scripture, you know, Bible Paul says that pay attention. The reason why we have the word squad that they come to um, speak to us and uh, the word of God is because of the scripture that Paul gave. Paul said that pay attention to public reading. Do you understand? Yeah, so it's important to read the Bible. They used to go to church and they used to hear the word of God being read. Pay attention to public reading of the scripture. So the word of God, is it there? Yeah, till I come, give attendance. The other way says, give, uh, give attendance to reading. So it's important to come to and hear the word of God being spoken to you. Amen. And I think that Jojo read it very clearly and understandably with some little slangs here and there. What do you think about that? Did you hear the small, small slangs? I tell you. Twitching the, yeah, fine-tuning the message. What a way. Clap your hands for him again. We want a lot of young men here to memorize passages of scripture. Amen. I said, amen. We want young men and young women in the church to memorize, instead of gossiping, memorize some passages of scripture. Are you here of going home? So if you feel you are young and you are uh, prone to gossip or prone to listening to useless music or watching useless things, bring yourself. We will make you use your mind and your intelligence properly and appropriately for your own blessing and for the edification of the church. Amen. I said amen. Um, today, like you said over and over again, today is um, honor your prophet Sunday. Amen. And so, we are truly excited, truly honored, and truly privileged to stand here and to be in church and to participate in this morning's service of honoring the gift that God has given us. The gift in the person of our bishop and our prophets. Amen. There's a little clip that I believe that it's right and proper for us to watch. Just part of the, you know, he has, he's, been a, he's been ministering in various areas. He does so many things and this is just one aspect of the work he does. And I believe that it will be good that we watch it. So let us go and watch this little clip together and then we'll take it from there. 
You can have it when you build it. I said you can have it when you build it. And I see you building something in Jesus' name. The say at the door. Consider your ways. Oh, yeah. church. In the Bible, you never see one church. You always see a series of churches. Jesus standing in the midst of seven churches. You never see him in one church. I saw Jesus standing in the midst of seven churches. We need 1,000 of these churches. Turning wages to put in a bag of holes. Searching for much but getting so very little. Sown so much, but you reap so little because of my house that lieth waste. You dwell in your own house, but my house is not big. This is the time, time to build my house. Yes, cannot do that. It's not going to happen. 
And it, it's a fight. said amen. So very briefly this morning, we are talking about honor. Amen. And we've learned a few things about honor, isn't it? We talked about the rewards of honor. God wants you to honor him. If you honor the father, you see the rewards that the father, it's, it makes your relationship with the father beautiful. Honor affects relationships. You should have said amen. Honor affects relationships. If you honor a person, your relationship with a person gets better and sweeter. Can I have a loud amen? Those who honor experience supernatural power. Those who honor receive miracles. May you have miracles in your life. I said, may you have miracles in your life. Are you here this morning? Yeah. Bible says in John chapter 11 and from verse number one. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. What a way to describe a person. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Whom he whom thou lovest is sick. The one that you love is sick. What a beautiful way of describing a person. Amen. Bible says, and when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. Any experience you are having, 
that is difficult for you, it is for the glory of God. May God turn it around for his glory. I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling you. Are you here in the church? Anything that you're going through, God can and God will turn it around for his glory. It is to the glory of God. I said what? It is to the glory of God. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. That is what Jesus said. That this experience you're having, neighbors Ellen, good to see you again. It is not unto death, but it is for the glory of God. God wants to be glorified in your life. Amen. Amen. God wants to be glorified in your life. God wants something that he will use to demonstrate his glory. When everything is okay, Captain, you're writing the notes, Paul. It's very nice. <laughs> Please, I'm preaching something nice that somebody can write some notes when I'm preaching. You know, anything that you're experiencing that you don't enjoy, God will turn it for his glory. Can I have an amen? Are you in the church? Any difficult experience, you know, when, when you... When you don't understand it, what, what must you say? It is for the glory of God. Amen. If your beloved leaves you, what do you say? It is for the glory of God. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> Are you still here? Yeah. Yeah. It is for the glory of God. It is for the glory. In other words, God will step on it. God is looking for a stepping stone to show his glory. God wants an opportunity. But if there's no problem anywhere, then you are not giving God an allowance to show his glory. I'm preaching. Are you here? When everything is working so well, your business, your marriage, your finances, everything looking so well, then God is just relaxed. You are not giving God a job. But God wants a job, an opportunity. To show you his glory. Shout amen. amen. Professor, are you there? Go home. Are you hearing me? It is for the glory of God. Amen. So from today, don't complain about anything again. Don't complain because this was a serious situation. The man was sick, and they said, The one that you love, you think that somebody that Jesus loves will not be sick. Yes, isn't the one that somebody who loved Jesus? And just loves will not go through difficulties. Jesus, not that he even like Jesus loves, not that he loves Jesus. Oh, Jesus loves him and he is sick. Yes. How can somebody whom Jesus loves so much be so sick? But Jesus said, It is for the glory of God. You will see glory in your life. I said, You will see glory in your life. Are you here? All right. So. The Bible says um, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby in this way. I wanted to put the New Living Translation, put it a little a simpler way than you see it. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. That God is going to get glory from this particular situation. 
Thank God for those who are clapping. They understand the word better than those who are not clapping. <laughs> amen. amen. I said amen. amen. So that is it. That is it. So the Son of God will receive glory from this particular situation. Amen. You can't even see and fathom how the Son of God will receive glory from it. But you must believe it. I say you must believe it. You read on and we see how this became one of the most outstanding miracles that Jesus performed. The most outstanding. This same situation I'm reading about. Amen. I said amen. And Jesus, because of the fact that Mary had honored him by giving the best that she could. May you give the best that you can. Can I have a loud amen? Mary gave the best that she could. That's why Jesus said that she has, she has done what she could. When Mary came and poured all the essential, that, these, are the, these are the words of Jesus. She has done what she could. She has done her, this, this. Then Jesus said, let her alone. Again, the day of my burying. No, she has done what she could. That's the verse I'm looking for, not this one. All right. Anyway, so the Bible says that um, these guys, these, these two ladies have honored, they've welcomed Jesus into their home. Jesus has been there several times. How often do you invite Jesus to your house? And when Jesus is coming to your house right now, Will you have to organize the house before he arrives? <laughs> what a shock. If Jesus is at the, at, at, at a Kaswa uh, runabout, Kaswa the overhead, and say, I'm just going to take me about 15 to get to your house. What, are you have to, what do you have to organize in your house? If you come tomorrow, you tell me, to, oh, Jesus, it's just too close. Come tomorrow. Oh, I'm not at home, Jesus. I, I, I just went to uh, Mamobi. If Jesus was to come to your house right now, a few minutes, what would you do? One day, as pastors, we're going to visit some church members. And um, in a country that begins with one of the alphabets. Now, <laughs> when, we were, when we were there, we, we know that they were not, that these two ladies were, they were not coming to you, so we started to go and visit them. So when we got there, we rang the bell, and then we could hear noises in the room. But the door was not opening. As if there's an earthquake or thunder. Inside. I mean, you can, you can hear the arrangement and something's happening. Then we kept on ringing when the door was not opening. <laughs> it was not easy in the place. We stood there for a couple of minutes, for some minutes. Then finally, when they opened the door, one of them was, <laughs> was, she was really panting. It's like she was very tight. Very tight. Two ladies. And then we realized that they had sprayed air freshener. But air freshener has mixed up with, with cigarette smoke and everything. So that, you know, those of you don't bath and use uh, deodorant. You know, you smell worse than, than anything else. If you don't bath and you are smelling, don't add deodorant to the smell. It will become something else. The mixture is unacceptable. You just, open your, you just lift your hand. You don't know what you're, what you're bringing around. Anyway, the mixture was terrible. Terrible in the, in, in the room. 
And so we just uh, were talking. Okay, so how are you? Oh, you're fine. Okay, okay. And then that. Then, <laughs> so we, I mean, the brother was, I, was, I think I was supposed to do, do. He put the chair and sat down. And one lady said, oh, are you sitting down? But we have visited you. Why shouldn't you sit down? I said, oh, we are sitting down. We, we intend to sit down. Then we sat down. Now, when we sat down, not knowing there was a big jar of beer under the table. So, Apostle Roberts, uh, like just hit the big bottle and the whole, the, the glass, the whole beer uh, spilled on the, on the ground like that, on the floor. If Jesus is coming to your house, 10 minutes to your house, what do you have to hide? What do you have to hide? <laughs> what a shock. And then, I mean, it was, it was a no serious, it was, a, it was really a, a serious situation. So the beer just spilled all over. They have to get, get them up. What do you say about this? They have to get them up and organize it. And we're not going down. We intended to visit them. So I also put, I also sat down. Now that we have seen beer, we are now come to counsel them and deliver them and all that we are, we are going to do. But they really wanted us to leave. So as we're not leaving, this was the living room. We're in the sitting room. They said in the bedroom door open, not knowing some guys were inside. And they wanted us to, we're not, so the guys, these were wild unbeliever guys. The officer said, come on, we are going, we are going, just came. And I walked down, I said, oh, what's happening? In fact, the way they came out of the room, we almost jumped and ran away. Not knowing they, they, they were sweating in the bedroom, they wanted to come out. So these persons are not going out. They just came and walked out of the room and then went out. We had to organize the deliverance service. If Jesus is coming to your house, what would you have to hide? <laughs> Mom, so nice to have you back. You will miss you so much. You are away for about three, three years. Clap for our dear mom. Welcome back home. Amen. Just a couple of months, but it's a blessing. Amen. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that Jesus was so welcome in Mary and Martha's home. She, he felt at home. They will feed him. They will look after him very well. They will bless him. They will, they will minister to him and, his, and, and the disciples as well. So when this uh, boy, their brother was sick, they felt that Jesus will respond. Amen? They felt that Jesus was going to respond. And Jesus responded because of the way he has been honored in their home. May Christ be honored in your house. I said, may Christ be honored in your house. Those who honor experience supernatural power. You will experience supernatural power. I said, you experience supernatural power. Those who honor receive great miracles. There are miracles and there are miracles. But you will, be, you will receive great miracles in your life. There are levels of miracles. Levels of miracles. Some miracles are just like maybe some small sneezing. That has something or something. But you, you are going to receive, if you honor Jesus, you honor the servant of Jesus, you will be a recipient of great miracles. Somebody shout great miracles. Do you believe it? I said, do you believe it? This story of, of Lazarus rising from the dead. It is, it is said everywhere. One of the, when you hear them, you are just shocked. 
that the person didn't die one day, three days, or even four days. Is that how you sing it? Yes. Attempt it. Yes, you too. Attempt it.
was what Jesus meant when he said, it is for the glory of God that my eye will be glorified. Hallelujah. I see the best miracle coming to you. The best of miracles are coming to you. So nobody can argue. Nobody can say that it is accidental. Maybe, maybe he didn't really die. Maybe because if he had gone there too early, so oh, the man was just suffering from running stomach. He just had gone there a little and they said, Oh, he just he, he, he was just unconscious. That is why he waited four days. Four days. I see the best miracle coming to your life. I say the best miracle is coming to your life. Are you there? I said, Are you there? So now let me just continue preaching to you. Hallelujah. This is for those who honor. If you honor, you see, there's someone said that bent over backwards. You know, someone says someone that bent over backwards. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a term, a way that means that the person has gone extra mile. I'll bend over backwards for you. That means that I'll do whatever it takes. I'll pay whatever price. Any sacrifice I have to make, I will make it. Any, anything I have, I will do before your sake. The person, I bent over backwards for them. I did, I, I, I went as far as I, because it's not easy to, it's easy to bend for, not, not backwards. So bent over backwards means that to, to pay any price. Jesus paid every price he had to pray, pay so that he will go to this home and do the miracle for these people. I'm telling you, nothing will be too much for Jesus to do for you. Amen. That is the reward of honor. If you honor a person, it's not. Do you think that without the ointments that was poured on Jesus' feet, Jesus wouldn't have died? Do you think that Jesus needed so much that it is not the need of Jesus that Mary met? That was a, a that was that was it. But the fact that he, she thought about him and the father, she gave her best. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hello, are you in the chat? Don't feel some of those of you. Are, are you here and saying you? I, I would mean, it's not that Jesus, your best may not be God's best, but it is your best. And God sees your best. And God rewards you for giving your best. Amen. Because I should sit in church right now. If I said, David, give me, uh, do you have money in your pocket? Do you have money? Do you have any money? Get up. Let me see how much money. So give me all the money you have in your pocket now. All the money. Hidden it in your phone. Yes. He doesn't even have a wallet. He has a phone pouch. Yes. You see, if it's small money, he's hidden it, it can't come quickly. Uh-huh. Push it. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. 70 cities. But you see, this month, this is all that he has. But for me, it's nothing to me in a certain sense. Because I'm far richer than him. Times 25,000. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. But for him, it is his best. Do you understand? But for me, if he gives me 70 cities, he has not done so great in considering the amount of money. Because this thing, it won't be even two gallons. My car, the petrol tank is big. So if you give me this 70 cities, bitch, I want to fill your tank. You are joking. Do you understand? 70 cities to fill my tank? 
You are joking. You're a joker. Do you know how much it costs to fill my tank? Did I tell you? <laughs> You'd be shocked. So anyway, so if you give me this money you have, you have given me your best. Your best. For me, in the scheme of things, it is not so great. But when I look at who you are, a student who will take 70 cities, all that he has and give it, God will honor you for that thing that you have done. It may look small to me, considering what I have in my needs, but for you, it is all that you have. And God will look on it and God will honor you for what you have done. Amen. You are taking it back. Okay. You took it back. All right. So Mary gave her best. May you give your very best. I said, may you give your very best. Am I talking to anybody here? Your best may not be a need, but it is still your best. And God looks and God, God is so happy, so happy that as in your condition, in your state, in your situation, you can give your very best. That is why Jesus was touched. And Jesus said, whatever I have to do for this Mary and Martha, I will do it for them. I'll do it for them. Because I know her. I know this lady. I know her. What she gave was expensive. What she gave was costly. But she gave it anyway. To the point that people criticize her for what she has done. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Are you here or go home? Sit down. Let me give you a few more points. Amen. Yeah. If you will. You will, if you give, if you honor a man, God will honor you also. Are you there? I said, are you there? Yeah. So there's so many aspects of honor. And last week, I believe that Bishop Pazzi taught us on honoring with ease. How easy it must be for you. And I want to emphasize just one or two more points and we close for today. Is it a good idea? I said, is it a good idea? I didn't hear you. Is it a good idea? So I'm just emphasizing one or two points. Tell you about one or two points. One or two points. One or two points. Honoring with ease. It, is, it will be easy for you to honor. It should not be like they're extracting your tooth. Have you ever had toothache before? Have you ever gone to the dentist and taken off your tooth before? Hey. No matter the anesthesia, it's very, very painful. And when the thing wears out, and, 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 and anesthesia, whatever, is wearing out, you feel the pain. It's not easy. But I'm telling you that it's going to be easy from now to honor the Lord. And honor the servants of God. Amen. You, if you want to honor with ease, you must do it with love and faith. Hallelujah. If you love a person, it's easy to honor the person. When I'm buying gifts for my wife, I don't, I, I often don't go to, I mean, I don't feel that I'm extracting my blood or I'm to move my tooth. Hmm. Or what? <laughs> or pulling what? Hair from your nose, inside your nose. You move your wisdom tooth. Yes. If you love a person, 
it's easy to honor him. Yes. If you love your husband, it's easy to flow. You are like power sharing wife. When he touches you, you know you're flowing like that. You're flowing like that. You're flowing. A husband told me, the bishop, I'm afraid to touch my wife. Very serious. He said, I'm afraid to touch my wife. Because when I touch her, I mean, you're, you, you say, I don't want to Come on, sit down. How can you understand at this age? How can you understand? I don't want to say, you'll be sitting there saying, I don't want to can you understand? Anyway, say that when I touch, when I touch, I see some poisonous snake. <laughs> you go sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. With your bow ties. What a shock. If you love a person, it's easy. Anytime you find it difficult to honor, for a person, anytime you see honor as a big sacrifice, you don't love the person. You don't love the person. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. You don't love the person. That is why you are. T- 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 hey, do you know how much I bought this thing? Hey, this shoe I bought for you. This is, I'm buying this shoe for you. Hey, hey, take it easy. When my late wife passed, at that time I had bought, I had 12 pairs of shoes. I've not given her yet. I intend to release them small, small. I said to have been 12 pairs. Yes. <laughs> I should minister to the husband. I should meet the husband and have a special men's meeting, isn't it? 12 pairs. My wife only has to say, I like this. That's all. If she says it, so to one of my way out, she said, please don't, she say, don't go and buy a dozen. Because if she says she loves it, I can buy a dozen. So that's that's the one. You'll be there. You'll be there. you'll be there. All she has to say is that I like it. She likes it. If she says I like this wig, on my way I say please don't buy a dozen, because she knows that my love has come. Myself has come. I'm looking for opportunity. As I'm looking for opportunity. If you love a person, you look for opportunity to honor the person. You don't only wait for, wait for even October. You say, I'm looking for, I can't wait, I can't wait. I can't wait to honor the person. Instead, I haven't had so much, but I prefer to buy for her and for her to look nice. Because when she looks nice, the credit comes to me anyway. Yes. So, so, so when she I buy a dress, when, I, when she got said, who, these people say looking nice. Everybody said they're looking nice. And I'll tell her, I ask her, who, who, what do you tell them when they say you're looking nice? And she said, I told them my husband bought it for me. I said, hmm. I said, oh, don't mention my name. But I like it too. I like it. Pa. She said, more. More. The credit is coming to me. If you love a person, you honor the person with ease. Use if ease. If you struggle to come to church, you don't love God. For those who didn't hear, all those on my left, they didn't hear what I said. Did you hear what I said? 
Young boys, did you hear what I said? Hey, go and ask, go and ask your, your children. Did you hear what I said? Come, come follow me. Ask them. Did they hear what I said? What did I say? What did I say? Did you hear what I said? Did you hear? Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? They didn't hear what I said, though. Have you, have you seen? You didn't hear what I said. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Hey, I'm serious. You didn't hear what I said. Did you hear what I said? What did I say? If you don't feel, if you struggle to come to church, it means you don't love God. Say it again. If you struggle to come to church, it means you don't love God. Is it true? How come all of them didn't hear? Please, I want you to stand and walk around them so they can hear what I'm saying. If you struggle to come to church, you don't love God. My name is E.A.T. Saki. I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's my name. If you struggle to come for hymns choir, Heza, you don't love hymns choir. Alos, if you struggle to come for Heza, you don't love Alos. That's all. That's all. Yes. I should stay here. <laughs> I'm preaching. Are you here? Are you in the church? If you struggle, if you struggle, if your husband touches you, one day a husband came to me. That husband is in church. He's in this church. He's looking at me as I'm preaching. He said, Bishop, every time I touch my husband, my wife, she begins to speak in She says she's praying. She's praying. I'm saying the husband is in church as I'm talking right now. And, and he told me, said, Bishop, I don't know. My wife is always spying me. It's like when I wake up and say, Oh Lord, oh Lord. And, and when I tell so you see, don't disturb the Lord. The Lord is important. I'm, and a man said, I am tired. I am tired. Today I will allow the Lord to wait a little bit. Me too. I want my portion. What a shock. Are you still in church? Are you still in church? Yes. Yes. Summarize the prayer and come. I'm waiting for you. And she said, and I went to a bishop when my wife is praying two hours from 3 a.m. till 5. When I leave for work, then she will sleep properly. (laughs) Hey! What a shock. Anyway, let's carry on. May you honor with ease. From today, you honor with ease. Shout amen. amen. When I'm giving a, a send a gift or something to my mother, I don't I, I, I don't struggle because I love my mother very, very much. So I give, I do my best for her. It is not ex- extraction of tooth or hair from my nostrils. Say amen. Honoring yeah. with ease is when you accept the person and you admire the person. Acceptance and admiration will make you honor a person with ease. You should have said, Amen. Yeah. Are you still in church? At the back, are you hearing what I'm saying? Give me a wave if you're hearing me. If you're hearing me, I want you to hear carefully. Archibald, are you there? Yeah, I'm saying that you, you, honor, you, you when you honor a person, you, you admire the person. You accept and you admire acceptance and admiration of the person makes you 
honor the person with ease. Amen. Do you accept the people that God brings into your life? God brings people into your life. Do you accept them and do you admire them? What a question. Amen. I said, do you accept them, number one, and do you admire them? We have faith. Are you there? Do you accept and do you admire? Two things. Acceptance and admiration. Admiration. It will make you, I'm preaching, I tell you. It will make you honor the person with ease. Amen. I said amen. And you must, you must, you see, if you do not admire a person, you will not, you can only tolerate the person. You only, opposite admiration is toleration. I tolerate you. I don't, I just tolerate you. I'm putting up with you. Hmm? Oh, you don't, you don't get what I'm saying. Are you there? Are you still in church? You do not, you only tolerate the person. You tolerate him. I'm just tolerating you. I'm just tolerating you. Yeah. Tolerating you. I can't wait for you to go. I can't wait for you to leave. I can't wait for the service to end. I can't wait for the man to finish talking. I know another lady. When her husband, her husband calls and then they're having small discussions or argument. Then she will leave the phone and go and do her things. As the man is talking, she will left the phone now. And she's gone doing her own thing. Uh, when he can say, I, I saw the phone. Eh, I'm on the phone. Okay, what are you saying? The man is, the man is talking. I don't let her. She has left the phone. You can talk. When you get tired, you finish. When you get tired, you finish talking. Then he just, she has left the phone. She's going to bath, go and come. And the man is also on the phone talking. Are you there? Are you there? And when she comes, I'm here. What are you saying? And the lady I'm talking about, she's also looking at me as I'm talking. I said, the one I'm talking about, this one too, she's also looking at me. She's sitting here. She's looking at me. Hmm. <laughs> All my stories are true. Pastor Ben, seriously, it's very difficult to live with people who just tolerate you. They tell, they, it just out of the love of God. That's why I want you to be here. And that God, God loves everybody, so it's okay for you to be here. But they are not excited. Excited. Then they told my wife, you know, of course, you can't expect that every time you go home, you have to be jumping around you like a frog. No, but last I told her, when I arrived in the house, and then she said, hey, you've come. I said, I've come. Because food isn't ready and all that. So it's like, I've come already. I've come too early or something like that. Then my little daughter, hey, daddy, hey, daddy. I said, and I said, ah, I told her, look at, look at your daughter. She's so happy to see me. But look at you. I know that you're not happy, but it's like, oh, I've come already. It's like, I've come already. What a shock. But the little girl is so, I, I, I'm so happy to see daddy. I'm so excited. Oh, daddy has come. And daddy, huh, and he, she hold me. And she, you are supposed to bring my shoes and my socks. That's what Jesus said. That when I came to your house, you didn't wash my feet. But since I got here, this lady has not stopped kissing my feet. 
she has not stopped admiring me, my dirty feet. She still likes me as I am. Only seven people are clapping. Only seven are clapping. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus said that she has not stopped. Put that scripture up. That she, since I came, you didn't, when I came, you didn't wash my feet. You are just tolerating me. But since I got here, this woman has not stopped. She has not stopped worshiping. She has not stopped admiring me. She has not stopped loving and lifting her hand. She has not stopped it. Look at it. And Bible says, is it there? Yeah. And stood at the feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her and kiss the feet and anointed them with the ointment. Mm. You must learn it. But when they complained, that's when Jesus said, you are grumbling about her. Some of you, when you come to church, people are watching. Even young people are dancing. You are despising them. So who are these boys jumping around like frogs? But you, you are a big man. That's why you can't lift your hands and lift your leg. You are looking at me. I'm preaching to you. Amen. And he turned to the woman and said to, unto, uh, said unto Simon, See, have you seen this woman? Have you seen this woman? I entered into thine house thou gavest me no water for my feet but she has washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head the tears were so much that it could wipe the whole it could clean the whole feet more than a a, a, a pail of water the tears were so much that they could make Jesus' feet clean that's how much she cried Crying out of love, crying out of gratitude, crying out of, uh, out of appreciation and admiration that me, I have access to Jesus. Me, a dirty, filthy woman like me, I can gain access to Jesus. What a word. What a word. A dirty person, somebody who is not qualified, I cannot come so close. And admire and wash Jesus with, with my tears. I never thought I had this opportunity. It's a privilege for you to be sitting in church. Can I have a loud amen? It's an honor for all the bad things you have done to be asked to join the choir. It's an honor. It's a privilege for you to find yourself in church and lifting your hands and we are leading you in spite of your badness. Not what you have done, but what you are still doing. You are looking at me. I'm ending now. Amen. I said amen. You must honor with conviction. You must have conviction that I am doing the right thing. Somebody say amen. You must honor with what? Conviction. Do the thing with conviction. Amen. Be, co- be convinced about what you are doing. Have a conviction about what you are doing. That as I honor the servant of God, I'm actually honoring God. And Jesus said that if I give to the prophet a cup of water, I'm going to get, I'm never going to lose my reward. I'm convinced and convicted about this scripture. So I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm doing with conviction. Somebody say conviction. Come on, say that. Conviction. 
One more time. Conviction. Even if you are feeling sleepy, say conviction. Amen. There might be conviction in what you do. I preach with conviction. I don't just read a book to you. I preach from my heart as well. I read the point and I, I'm convinced and convinced about what I'm saying. I believe I'm doing the right thing. I believe it. I'm happy with what I do and I have conviction. My emotions, my feelings are all engaged in what I do. Engage in it. Everything is inside. I just don't read a sermon to you. There's a conviction in what we do. Our lives are on the line. We believe in the preaching. We believe in salvation. We believe in the, we believe the word of God. And we believe that men ought to be saved. There's conviction in what we do. That is why we're giving up things and we are doing what we are doing. We are not doing it because it's a nice thing to do. There's conviction behind what we do. Long before the church started paying a salary, we're still preaching. I'm not just doing a job as a pastor. It is my life. I have a conviction for what I'm doing. There's a reason why I will do what we are doing. I have a conviction. I'm preaching. I said I'm preaching. Are you there? We must have a deep-seated conviction. It's going to help you. Amen? It's going to shut people's mouth. Bible talked about Peter. Peter said that when people come and speak against you and argue with you, you must be able to give an account of the faith that is in you. You must be able to answer every argument. You must be so convicted that people come and say, hey, why do you go to church? Why do you give your tithe? Why do you do this? I say, be convinced about what you are doing. Don't do it as a just to please. I say, me after church. Okay? Yes. Don't just do it as a, as a duty, but you are convinced about what you, you're able to give and argue, argue for your faith. For the things you do and for what you stand. Where you stand and what you stand for. May there be a very conviction in your life. I say, may there be conviction in your life. Let your mind be clear that this is what I'm doing. I'm doing it because Bible says so. And I believe that as I do this, God will honor me and I'll see God's blessing in my life. Shout your loudest amen. amen. Do you have conviction? I said, do you have conviction? Have you not watched NPP uh, 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 activists arguing on radio, defending what cannot be defended? Sometimes, they call it what? Party communicators. Sometimes you wonder what they see that we can't see. They can argue with conviction. Hey, there's no president like this one. And they said, hey, people are wild though. In this issue that can they have the point to, they have argument and strength. And go to even what? Go, 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 go and sit down. Even and, and when it's NDC's time, you see NDC propagandas. Propag- I mean, those who are ministers for propaganda affairs. Propaganda. They can talk. I mean, as if they can talk uh, as if they are winning souls. They can speak. You will be convinced. You like go and meet them. You haven't met a real activist. But that is politics. That's why Bishop, a bishop says that anybody who trusts politicians, he himself should not be trusted. 
If you trust politicians, you yourself should not be trusted. <laughs> it's a wise saying. I said, if you trust politicians, you yourself should not be trusted. I'm telling you. <laughs> they are the same. They are the same. There's a village where a politician, had, the opposition had an accident. They go for a campaign and they died. I mean, they had an accident. Several of them died. So later, when the news came to the city that the, uh, some, the accident, some of them have died, they rushed to the, city, to the village where the accident happened. And asked, where are the, body, where are the bodies of those who died? The villagers said, oh, we buried all of them. You buried them? Why? Who said they were dead? So, we are sure they are dead. And even those who said they were not dead, we are not sure they are politicians, so maybe they are lying, so we buried them. Do you understand? Even those who did it, we are not dead, and they said they were not dead. Because they are politicians, we didn't trust them, so we buried all of them. All of them are buried. We put concrete on them, finished. Because you can't trust what they say. What a shock. May you have conviction. I said, may we have conviction. When we are honoring, we honor with conviction. Shout your loudest, amen. And finally, you must honor according to rank. Amen. According to rank. That is what um, Bible talks concerning Eli. Just said, um, God said, the prophet, God spoke to the, the priest Eli and said, because you have honored my sons, your sons above me, you have honored your sons are more important than me. I, the Lord, will also set you aside. So you see, there's a way to honor. That is in First um, Samuel, please, chapter two, verse twenty-six. Wherefore, and and no, First Samuel chapter two, verse chapter two, verse twenty-six. 26. Okay, now move on. Um, 27. And there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thou said the Lord, that I plainly appear before uh, unto, the, unto the house of thy father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house. 28. And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to offer upon mine altar to bend incense to wear an effort uh, before me, and, and so on and so forth. He says that, and did give unto the, unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire of the children of Israel. Wherefore, kick ye at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and honorize thy sons above me, to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of the offerings of Israel, my people. And God said, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said unto, I said indeed that thy house will be, uh, Father shall be there forever. So, but be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. But they that despise me, shall I be, shall they be likely esteemed by me. Now listen, what God is saying is that Eli came to a place where he honored his children above God. Do you have children? God gave them to you. Some people don't, be, don't, some people honor their children more than God. Yeah. 
Some people honor their husband more than God. Some people honor their wives more than God. You'll be surprised. God can kill you, you'll be surprised. God can kill the one that you honor above him. You'll be shocked. Or have said something bad. If you like, challenge God. God said, I'm a jealous God. Amen. Look, I'm telling you, whatever you have, God gave it to you. Don't honor anything that God gives you above God himself. Yeah. Some of you honor the new job more than God. Oh, the work I'm doing now, I close late. That's why I don't come. I can't come for church meetings and Bacetini Center and so on for those who don't have jobs. Who said a center meeting for those who have jobs? Who said it? Who said it? That those who don't have jobs go for center meetings on Saturdays and Thursdays. Who said it? Oh, because I'm very busy, but those who don't have jobs will go. Since you got the job, you're honoring your job above God. I don't know why you're looking at me that way. Keep looking at me. I'm ending now anyway. Amen. I said amen. Don't honor your job above God. Don't honor your baby above God. Some ladies sing in the choir until they get married. And they retire from the choir. Until they get pregnant. Pregnancy has become a sickness. Bishop, when I, now I'm pregnant, so when I see yellow, I feel like some are sorting. When I see blue, I feel like falling down. When I, also reasons why they cannot come to the game. Before you got married, how you used to serve God and love God. You're looking at me. I'm coming to where you are. I'm coming to where you are. You honor your sons above God. You honor your sons above God. You honor your husband above God. Your husband is not God. God is God. May you give God his, his, his first place. Let God be paramount in your life. Let God be bigger than anybody in your life. Can I have your Lord say amen? Let God be God. Everything else will fall into place. If you place God first in your life, if you honor God first in your life, everything else will fall into place. But if you change the equation and honor people, honor your boyfriend, you have come to church. We are worshiping because the boy who was proposed to you, you don't want you to look like, you are not, you are not, you are not. Yes. Yes. Sometimes during worship, you are worshiping God and the worship is deep and the tears are coming. But because of the mascara, you lift your eyes and... You don't want your face to spoil. Because of the makeup. You're looking at... Keep looking at me, I'm talking to you. No feelings in your worship. No emotions. You're wearing cream print trousers, so you cannot kneel down in the church. Yes. Stand to your feet, everybody. Hallelujah. Don't let anybody take away God's place in your life. I said, don't let anybody take away God's place in your life. Somebody asked my late wife before when I proposed to her in the university. She asked, it's a, a gentleman wants to ask, ask, ask her. Don't you feel embarrassed? 
the way this young man shouts in church and make noise, don't you feel embarrassed about him? Me, I propose to a lady. And then you are going to ask the lady that doesn't my behavior embarrass her? Because I shout, I make noise, and all that. Don't I embarrass her? I didn't know that the guy was interested in her. But she told, she know what she told him. She told him that, oh, when she shout, that's what I like about him. I like, I like, I like that one. I like it when she shouts, when he shouts. I like it when he praise God. Sister, don't marry a dark brother. No emotion and feeling when he's worshiping God. What a shock. Are you there? One day, this brother went to visit my, at that time, almost my beloved. The, the brother who went to say those, those things. And when he visited her, he went to eat her food. I went, to, I went to see her, him eating rice and stew with chicken on top. I said, Lord, I take authority. Your way said, wherever the soul of my food shall tread, it shall be given unto me. May, may something bad happen to this brother. On the way from her room, she, he was beaten by a rat. My name is Yeti, so I can speak in the truth. A rat beat him. He never came back to the room again. That's the last time he came. You say that me, I shout. A rat is coming for you. You'll be there. May God be the most important person in our lives. Shout your loudest amen. amen. And when God sends a gift into your life, may you honor the gift that God brings you. Amen. Don't despise him. Amen. Don't push him aside. Give your very best. And God will bless you. Lift your two hands up high. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We give you praise. You have a very beautiful song we can sing together as we close. This is my desire to honor. Everybody lift your two hands up high as we sing this song together. Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. Pray, it's a prayer to the Lord. I give, I give you, you pray. All that I know, all that I adore is in you. Oh, Lord, I give you my heart. Lord, I give you my heart. I sing it to the Lord.
sing this song again. If you are the place you can kneel, you can lie, whatever, just let God be low, go low, and let God be lifted up. This is my desire. Come on. This, this is my desire. desire. To honor you, Lord, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. I worship you. Oh, all that I have within me, all I
Father, this morning we are coming to communion. We are coming to eat the bread and drink the wine. We pray, oh God, you pay the highest price. The highest price for our son. The highest price for our son. You mean everything to us. Today, we give you our souls. We give you our hearts. Everything within us, we give it to you. We ask you to have your way, oh God. Have your way, oh God. In every life and every soul, oh God. Take away anything that was above. May we honor you above everything. May we honor you above everybody. We submit ourselves to you. 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 Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Can we have the communion? Stand to your feet. Let's have the communion quickly. Pastors in front, please. Ministers, pastors, please come forward. Take the communion from them. Be glorified, oh Lord. You are. Can we do it very quickly? I shall explain it very quickly. Be 
will trust in you. I will trust in you, my God. There is a fountain, there is a fountain. Who is the king? Victorious warrior, victorious warrior. And God of everything, my rock, my shelter, my very own, blessed Redeemer, who reigns upon the throne. There is a fountain, there is a fountain. to my left to my left take the bread and the wine there hallelujah thank you Jesus lift up the bread everybody lift up the bread no talking no movements I see apart from the ashes nobody else should move please lift the bread up father we thank you for this bread thank you for this bread is indeed your body that was broken for us. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. As we eat this bread, give us strength. As we eat this bread, let grace be multiplied in our lives. As we eat this bread, heal our broken bodies and restore every life. Thank you. You pay the highest price for our son. And nothing is too big for us to give up. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name. Say the body of the Lord. The body of the Lord. The body of the Lord. Shall we eat it together? Thank you, Jesus. Lift up the cup. Thus, Jesus said, it is my blood that was shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Every time you come to the Lord's table to eat the bread and drink the wine, we are drinking the blood of Jesus. The only one who paid the ultimate price for our son, for our fault, for our mistakes. Today, May the blood purge you. May the blood forgive you. May the blood restore you. May the blood speak on your behalf. May the blood show mercy on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, I pray, O oh God, that all who shall drink this blood will walk under the covering of the blood. When the angel of death, the angel of destruction, the angel of tragedy and calamity, when it passes over, and when you see the blood, may it not touch anybody here. Yes. May your love be preserved. Yes. 
May your days be preserved. Amen. May your business be preserved. Amen. May your marriage be preserved. Amen. May your home be preserved. Amen. Because of the blood. Yes. Because of the blood. Yes. Lord. Any argument against you is silenced. Amen. Any argument against you is faulted. Amen. It's overthrown. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Because of the shed blood. Yes. May you walk in total victory. Amen. Total victory. Amen. Total victory. Amen. Because of the shed blood. Yes. Say the blood of Jesus. 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 Shall we drink it together? Bow your heads with me. Everybody, close your eyes. Close your eyes now. We are going to pray. Listen. Listen. I see some young children moving. Do not move. Do not move. Do not move. Stay where you are. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Wherever you are standing now, I want to give you the best opportunity you can ever have. The best, the greatest privilege you can ever have. The privilege of making Jesus the Lord of your life. This moment, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here and you are not sure you are born again, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. Today, the Sunday afternoon, you say, Bishop, I need God in my life. I'm a sinner. But today, I want Jesus to come into my heart and make me a brand new person. If you are here right now, you want me to pray for you. You want Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Lift up your right hand and I shall pray for you. I see your hands. Wonderful. Lift it up high. High. I see your hands. So many of you. Lift it higher. Please, today, don't let this today pass without praying this serious prayer of making Jesus the Lord of your life. Lift your hand up. Father, thank you for these hands. I pray for them and I pray for mercy. Forgive us our son and be the Lord of our lives. If your hand is lifted, I want you to come from where you are and come to me here. Come. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me deeper.
Sunday morning, this Sunday morning, I give my heart to you. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my savior. Be my savior. And be my Lord. And be my Lord. Wash away all my sins. Wash away all my sins. Make me your child. Make me your child. I promise to serve you. I promise to serve you. I promise to walk with you. I promise to walk with you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Today. Today. Jesus. Jesus. Save me. Save me. Jesus. Jesus. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From this moment. From this moment, I am born again. I am born again. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. I will serve Jesus. I will serve Jesus. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for these wonderful people. God bless all of you. Really appreciate your coming, coming to give your life to Christ. I want to talk to you for a few minutes. So I'd ask all of you sitting for, standing here to follow our pastors. They are there. We're waving their hands. Can you kindly go this way, follow them, and then they'll talk to you briefly. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you, oh Jesus. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. been before I just want to love you more and more how I long to be deep. 